What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Boombox Guru, music commentary and music discussion for music lovers. I'm your host, LB, and we got a very good episode for you guys today. So if you don't want to miss out, tune in and keep it locked in. Yo, what's good, everybody? Just want to welcome you all to another episode of the Boombox Guru. I'm your host, LB. And I didn't get to do it on the previous episode that I just dropped because that was more about MF Doom and him passing away. But I want to wish everybody a happy new year. Hope your new year is starting off uh, pretty cool. You know, 2020 was a rough one. But uh, I'm not going to hold you guys up any further. man. I just want to go ahead and get into this uh, recent news coming from the hip-hop world where uh, Snoop Dogg has finally uh, responded back to Eminem's diss towards him on the Zoo song. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but I think a couple of weeks ago, I did an episode where Eminem had surprisingly dropped a new album called Music To Be Murdered By Side B. And he had a song on there called Zeus, where he took some shots at some folks. But probably the biggest one was him taking a little jab at Snoop Dogg. Yeah, he took a little jab at Snoop Dogg, which threw a lot of people through a loop. Because us as fans, me included, we have all looked at maybe Eminem and Snoop's relationship as being pretty good since both of them had their careers really jump-started by Dr. Dre. You know, Dr. Dre is the one who really took both of these guys under under his wing and prepared them, propelled them into the superstars that they are now. So you could technically say they're kind of part of the same camp or so, but... uh. Yeah, there seems to be a rift between the two of them at this moment. And I'm reading this article right here from Hip Hop DX that is titled Snoop Dogg Calls Eminem Zeus Soft Ass Shit After Slim Shady Breaks Song Down. Snoop Dogg's rift with Eminem continues to spill over into the new year. An Eminem fan page posed a question about whether or not Snoop was being disrespectful when he said last July, he wouldn't consider M among his top 10 rappers of all time. Not long after the post went up, Snoop chimed in via the comments about M and his Zeus disc from the Detroit rapper's Music To Be Murdered By Psy B album. Pray I don't answer that soft ass shit, he commented. On the track, Shady Raps, as far as squashing beef, I'm used to people knocking me, but just not in my camp. And diplomatic as I'm trying to be, last thing I need is Snoop Dogg in me. Man, dog, you was like a damn god to me. Man, not really, haha, had dog spilt, had dog backwards. In July, Snoop joined the Breakfast Club and flatly said he wouldn't consider M in his all-time list of the top 10 rappers. Dr. Dre has probably put Eminem in the position to where he could be one of the top 10 rappers ever. I don't think so, but the game feels like he's top 10 lyricist and all that comes with it. But that's just because he's with Dr. Dre, and Dr. Dre helped him find the best Eminem that he could find. Although the D-O-double-G has shown love to M since those remarks, it still didn't sit well with M who explained on Shade 45 on Thursday, December 31st, it was Snoop's tone which prompted M to mention the Long Beach legend on Zeus. Everything he said, by the way, was fine up to a point, M explained around the 30-minute mark of the interview. Him saying I'm not in his top 10 because there are some rappers in the 90s I can't F with. A. Him saying Dre made the best version of me. 
Absolutely. Why would I have a problem with that? Where would I be without Dre? I mean, excuse me, would I be here without Dre? If no, I wouldn't. The rappers he mentioned from the 90s, KRS-One, Big Daddy Kane, Cool G Rap, I've never said I could F with them. I've never said that. He continued, I think it was more about the tone he was using that caught me off guard. Because I'm like, where is this coming from? I just saw you. What the F? It threw me for a loop. Again, I probably could have gotten past the whole tone and everything. But it was the last statement where he said, far as music I can live without, I can live without that shit. Now you're being disrespectful. It just caught me off guard. I wasn't ready for it. Ready for that. Okay, so this this brings a bit more clarification because when people first heard that line in the song Zeus, a lot of people started saying that Eminem was being emotional, that he was just overblowing it. But he says that he had no problem with Snoop Dogg saying that he's not in his top 10 of all time and that he can't uh, actually F with rappers such as KRS-One, Big Daddy Kane, and Coogee Rap. He he was fine with that. What Eminem had a problem with was Snoop's tone and what he said as far as music he can live without. He can live without uh, that shit. Basically dismissing uh, Eminem's uh, catalog. And then he also talks about here where he says uh, it ca- that caught me off guard because I'm like, where is this coming from? I just saw you. I can, I can kind of see that, man. I can I can I can kind of see that, man. It's like, well, you just seen you just seen this person. Who knows? Maybe when he saw the last time he did, he had just saw Snoop. Maybe they were cool, had a really good conversation, and then, you know, he looks, he turns around and sees this interview, and it, you know, it's it's just a different tone from what from what he saw when he when him and Snoop were interacting. So I can understand that from Eminem's point. You know, you kind of feel kind of feel betrayed a little bit it's like wait a minute you know i just seen you in person and it was a whole different uh tone now you on this interview saying things of this nature and you know as much as i as much as snoop is one of my favorite rappers of all time man you know he's been catching a lot of flack here in the past few years with kind of doing kind of sketchy stuff where he's kind of it's like he's like switching back and forth and so forth but he's kind of like jumping on a bandwagon or so forth. He's he's kind of been doing things like here, like this lately, man. It's been it's been a bit questionable. So I can kind of understand where Eminem is coming from. Now another point I want to talk about is a lot of people seem to be really putting their money on Eminem. If like a real battle was to take place between him and Snoop, and I can understand that because Eminem is still proven today. That he is a top tier lyricist. Now his music aside. It has been a bit hit or miss here and there. You know I don't think he's really. I don't think he's really put out something. Musically that's really been that dope. Since probably. I don't know. Relapse maybe. And I was, I'm one of the, I'm one of those people. That thinks that, thinks that Relapse. Was a very underrated album. Uh. Or you could go before that, the Eminem show, honestly, man. You know, a lot of stuff he's done here and there, it's been hit or miss. You know, it's been like, okay, this is dope. And then he'll come up with another project. It's like, eh, this is all right. But lyrically, Eminem is still 
like he's still keeping it going. He's still showing and proving why he's considered one of the greatest MCs of all time. So that's without that's without a question. But I think a lot of people don't look at Snoop Dogg as a lyricist or an MC. I think people are more or less looking at Snoop as an entertainer now because of where he's taking his career. You know, he's got the show with Martha Stewart. You know, he had that game show that came on TBS. Uh he he's doing a lot of things. He's doing a lot of things. You know, he's he's an entrepreneur now. He's doing a lot of businesses. There's a lot of things that he's doing that I guess may have people questioning whether Snoop could really get down like that. And I can tell you, Snoop can get down like that. I mean, if you don't believe me, go check out a song from his first album, Doggy Style, called The Shiznit. That right there is one of my favorite Snoop Dogg songs of all time. One of the main reasons is because he freestyled that whole entire song. He just hopped in the booth and just spit the lyrics from the from the head. Nothing pre-written or anything. He just went in the booth and just spit every last one of those words. And it's one of his best songs. It's I think amongst Snoop Dogg fans, it's one of the it's one of the highest on the list of fan favorites of Snoop Dogg songs. And then of course you gotta think back to the chronic, you know, on the song Dre Day, where they were going to Easy E and Tim Dogg. You know, Snoop has some lethal verses, man, going at Tim Dog, And not not to mention, he coined the term Bootylicious in that song. And the term known as uh, Frisco Dyke and stuff like that. He he coined, he coined a lot of, he coined a lot of uh, pop cultural terms to this day that are still being used to this day, man. He was going hard on Tim Dog. Not only on, not only on that song, but, you know, he was going hard on uh, Luke. Uncle Luke, two live crew and them, that was, you know, that was a verse on there where him and Dre were going pretty hard, man. I mean, Snoop, Snoop comes from a battle world, too. I don't know if he ever did, like, the battle tournaments like Eminem did, but he definitely comes from that old school style from where you had to battle every dope rapper in your city before you could be considered the greatest or in order to earn your stripes and respect as an MC. Because I know Snoop. He's told stories about how back in 85, how him and his crew from Long Beach, they would go to Compton and battle MC8 and Compton's most wanted. Which I think is very commendable because, you know, back in them, back in those days, Long Beach and Compton didn't get along. And for him to for him to travel through different gang territories and stuff like that and to go battle other rappers in his city, that's I mean, that's pretty admirable and commendable. So Snoop is no slouch. I just want everybody to know that if a verbal sparring between him and M was to take place. It's going to be very interesting. It's going to be interesting, man, because Snoop is no slouch. And not to mention, Snoop has crazy freestyle game. He's one of these MCs that if you get him the right beat or whatever, he's going to just go right then and right there off the dome. And he's going to go for hours on hours, man. So if there is if there is to be a verbal sparring, you know, I don't know who I would put my money on. Because like I said, Snoop and Eminem are both my favorites, man. Like, both of these guys are in, like, my top five. So I I don't know who I would put my money on. Man. I don't think I could put my money on either one. I think I would just have to sit back and just observe what's happening. That's how I would do it. I would just have to sit back and just observe and just hope somebody comes out all right, man. You know, but it would definitely be a dope battle. And as far as a battle... I think that's as far as it would go. I don't think it would be anything that would spill over into some street stuff or get violent. I'm hoping it don't do that. 
But I'm thinking it's going to be more of those. It would be more of one of those battles where Snoop will take a shot here and there on songs and then Emma take a shot here and there on songs. Kind of a back and forth thing. thing. Kind of similar to what Drake and Kendrick Lamar do. I don't know if you guys noticed, but Drake and Kendrick Lamar, they've been taking subliminal shots at each other for years. For years, ever since Kendrick dropped that verse on Big Sean's Control where he called out a lot of those rappers and challenged them. Yeah, Drake and Kendrick have been like taking verbal subliminal shots at each other throughout the years on each other's albums and stuff. So I think it would be one of those type of battles, kind of those like Cold War verbal sparrings. People just listening in on different songs to see, uh, hey, I think Snoop might be uh, directing this at M or I think... Uh, M might be directing this at Snoop. And you know Snoop is one of those artists too where he kind of, I don't think he really goes at people subliminally. I think he more or less likes to call people out because he's from the West Coast. That's how they do on the West Coast. Uh, Not too many. I don't know too many MCs on the West Coast that when they battle each other on records where they subliminal, they pretty much just call you out and, and just blatantly say your name and stuff. So, it would definitely be an interesting battle uh, to see. So, me just being a huge fan of both of them, you know, for years, you know, ever since a kid, man, I would just have to sit back and just observe just to see what's going on. But I hope it don't really get out of hand. And I don't think it will since Dr. Dre is the mediator between both of them. I'm pretty sure that before it got out of hand, both of them would have to sit down or have to have a phone call with each other. But who knows, because Dr. Dre's going through his own personal issues right now. But if something was to happen, like if somebody was to respond, man, I don't think it's going to really get that out of hand. But like I said, don't sleep on Snoop. Because definitely, man, if, if, a verbal, if a verbal sparring goes down between him and Eminem, it's definitely going to be a dope one. Alright, so to fast forward, not too far, but... uh. This is more Eminem related news. So rapper, uh, love and hip hop personality, Benzino has once again, and you can hear the enthusiasm in my voice. He has once again decided to stir the pot again with Eminem. But of course, Eminem isn't responding. He's ignoring it. But Royce the Five Nine and Joyner Lucas have both stepped up to the plate to go to bat for Eminem. And again, still getting this from Hip Hop DX. This is like my main source when it comes to this hip hop news and so forth. But in this article, it says Royce the Five Nine dubs Benzino a Twitter goon after he's called Eminem Slave Boy. Royce the Five Nine and former Love and Hip Hop Atlanta personality Benzino have been locked in a war of words since Tuesday, December 29th. And after a brief respite, it appears the battle was back on. Menzino resumed their beef on Friday, January the 1st, when he once again insisted Nickel Nine is too ashamed of his Grammy Award-nominated discography to face him in a versus battle. And this is uh, Benzino's res- response to, uh, well, not response, but this is Benzino talking to Royce. It says, at Royce the Five Nine is a backpack nerd rapper who gets no spins in no club in Detroit, he wrote on Instagram. He makes lyrical goofball songs that no hood has ever banged. He's scared to do a versus against me because his garbage catalog will be exposed. Name one hit record this nerd got. No fly chicks, 
never heard of him. Only goofy stands know his music, and they don't count. Y'all, the subculture. I got hood bangers, produced platinum albums, and radio hits. Now you, now are you to take the challenge or keep running like a whole cake nickel? And here's another. Uh, this is a screenshot from Twitter where it says Royce really don't have hits. Lyricists, yes, but hits, no. People forget. Benzino also produced on Stillmatic. Rim was no. Yeah, let's see. Here it goes. Yeah, Benzino then shared a Simpsons themed meme that suggested Royce's legacy is entangled with his staunch support of his Bad Meets Evil collaborator Eminem. He captioned the post: "Look at how they see you, Royce the Five Nine. This is your legacy." Yeah, so yeah, it's a it's a it's a Apu. Yeah, the store, the Quickie Mart's being robbed, and like the clerk who was supposed to be Eminem, and Apu is jumping in front of the gunshot of the robber. It's yeah, you know, you can go look on Hip Hop DX to see. And the article continues. It says, but Royce put his laser sharp pen game to work on Saturday, June the second, shortly after Benzino tweeted. Royce the 5'9", did you make your massive breakfast this morning, slave boy? Not only did the Motor City native point out how few likes the post received, he also just suggested Benzino's daughter, Coy LeRae, has daddy issues. I'm going to take your daughter to the park and let her ride the swings if you don't quit spending your whole day being a Twitter goon, he commented under Benzino's since-deleted tweet. She pussy-popping on a handstand on IG. Now go hug her and tell her she's beautiful before Drake or Trey Songz does. Well, that's pretty brutal. Royce was evidently proud of his handiwork. On Saturday night, he screenshot the exchange and posted it on his Instagram page with the caption, Walks away blowing the barrel of a smoking gun. To add a little flavor to the post, he used Trey Songz's 2009 single Say Ah for background music. Benzino has been obsessively accusing Royce of pandering to Eminem for months. And frequently sets his sights on Slim Shady. Last November, he blasted a diamond-selling MC and his fans in a series of Twitter posts, writing, Face it, stands, y'all will always be hip-hop goofiest, most out-of-touch fan base, straight bozos. He later added, all stands are ugly, awkward pussies that aren't accepted in the real black culture because of how goofy and out-of-touch they are in the streets. And, yeah, I'm not even going to read the rest of that. And then he he goes in on uh he went in on Joyner Lucas as well. Joyner Lucas, who's collaborated with Eminem, uh he he joined in. He spoke up, and then Menzino told him that he would f him up, speaking my name, and said that you ain't never stepped foot in Roxbury because both Benzino and uh, Joyner are from Massachusetts. Benzino's from Boston. Uh, he says, you ain't never stepped foot in Roxbury, you a bitch-ass N-word, you from Worcester, Mash, you a punk, MF, you never was about that life, don't let them P-words get you hurt, yeah, I won't, I went in your DMs because your music's trash, like Royster 59 you got me effed up, yeah, apparently, Joyner Lucas said that Benzino was, was in his DMs trying to egg him on for a versus battle. And yeah, he just keeps going. He he even tells uh, Jordan Lucas that he's gonna make Boston a no fly zone for him, and so forth, man. But but man, they I don't even want to read the rest of this crap, man, because it's getting ridiculous, man. Like 
every time, anytime Benzino needs attention, he always uses Eminem to get his name out there, man. He does it all the time. He's been doing this for like 16, 17 years. He did it back in the early 2000s when he was co-publisher of The Source and him and Eminem was going back and forth, man. And, you know, he, he's he been doing this for years, man. And it's it's really getting ridiculous, man. It's like, come on, bro. You like in your mid-50s and you still doing this crap. Now, Benzino was like in the news like a few months back. I think he was in, he, was, he had been locked up for something. And... I don't remember what it was. I don't know if it was like for child support or something like that. But he was in jail. And while he was in jail, he beat up one of the cellies. And then there was a picture that posted not long after he got released from jail where he, you know, he's been in the gym, like, working out and stuff. He was flexing. You know, he was showing how ripped he was. And then I think he, then I think after that, he posted some picture of him naked in the nude or whatever. But. That was like a few months back, man. I think that might have been back around like August, September sometime. Since that time, there really hasn't been much discussion about Benzino. And then in November, he starts going on about Eminem again, bro. He does this all the time. It's it's just attention-seeking, man. And then you see where in his whole exchange with, with Royce, he's trying to egg this dude on into a versus battle. And then Joyner Lucas claims that he was in his DMs trying to get him the versus battle. That's all this. That's all that this really is on Benzino's part, man, is attention seeking. And there's a lot of people out there that's co-signing what he's doing, man. They they actually really think that this dude is like trying to protect hip hop culture, and he's not, man. He's just trying to get attention. You know, man. I'm not really. I'm not co-signing anybody that got fired from loving hip hop. You know, no offense, no offense, but you know, come on, man, this dude, this dude was on Love and Hip Hop, I mean, thus far, man, I think Cardi B is like the only person that ever been on Love and Hip Hop and managed to turn that into a substantial and successful career. I think she's the only person that's really done that so far. You know, Waka Flocka was on there for a little bit, but you know, he really didn't, Waka Flocka really didn't need to be on there in the first place. Which is why he ended up leaving. I mean, honestly, man, this man was on Love and Hip Hop, man. If you if you pay attention, a lot of the people that's on Love and Hip Hop, a lot of those people are people that really ain't popular anymore. They're not really all that relevant. And, you know, he got fired from that. He got fired from that, man. Most people know him for Love and Hip Hop now than they do for him being a, a rapper. You know, I like I remember Benzino, man. I don't remember too. I don't even really remember Benzino having that many hits on his own. Now, as far as him producing for other artists and so forth, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna downgrade that because I don't know all the info on that. I mean, he possibly does have maybe a lot of Grammys and stuff for his work that he's done with other artists as far as producing. But as far as his own solo work, I don't remember him having that many hits except for that one song called uh, I think it's called the After Party. I believe that's the name of the song. It featured Mario Winans. That was like a moderate hit in the early 2000s. I remember that being played on Power 98 a lot. And I remember seeing the video frequently on BET. But that's about it. And I do remember that Made Men group that Benzino had. But they really weren't like a mainstream type 
a hip hop ad. They were more like underground. Made men were more underground. That's and that's and that's kind of how Benzino's career has been for the most part, man. Like the the Almighty RSO, they were they were kind of moderately popular, like in the early '90s and so forth. But he he's never been like no super mainstream artist. He's never been on that level, man. You know, the closest he got to that was when he did that song After Party with Mario Winans and when he was the co-publisher of the Source magazine, which he ruined. He pretty much destroyed the credibility of the Source magazine, which is my main issue with Benzino. You know, he wants to talk about protecting the culture of hip hop and so forth. And he ruined the greatest hip hop magazine of all time. You know, people... People used to call the Source magazine the Bible of hip hop, man, because what they said, and because they were it was law, man. What they said usually rained. Like if you if you was an artist and you got unsigned hype in the Source magazine, you more than likely got a record deal. If you received four or five mics, your record usually would sell and skyrocket. If you got lower than that, I mean, if you got like three or three and a half, you know, you was you was safe. But like a two. And below, most people probably weren't even gonna go check out your record, man. That's how that's how powerful the Source magazine was. And Benzino ruined that credibility when he started giving himself and his friends five mics over other people. And then he used that magazine to his advantage in his beef with Eminem. You know? So he always wanted to talk about protecting the culture and he did something like that. So I I don't Man, I don't really know, man. It's that's why I didn't really want to really read all into that article, man, because it's it's kind of annoying. You can and you can probably tell the tone in my voice how annoyed I am about this, man, because it's just ridiculous, man. It's like, dude, you can't find any other avenues to where you can get yourself some relevancy aside from always going at the same target Eminem. And the only people that's really gonna co-sign this stuff is people that hate Eminem that really don't like Eminem. Those are the only people that are going to jump behind this and co-sign it. And to each his own, if that's what you want to do, that's your that's your choice. You you can do that. But I'm just looking at it from the way I see it. It's like, this is just attention sinking, man. And, you know, it would be really best if Royce, Joyner, Lucas, anybody in Eminem's camp, if they just ignored this dude. That's really what needs to happen, man. Even myself, man, I'm doing this this episode talking about this, but I just wanted to cover it, but it would just be best if people just ignored Menzino, you know, that, cause that's all that it really is, man, I mean, this dude, you had, we hadn't heard anything much about this dude, and then all of a sudden, he starts going back again at, at Eminem, like, like, what, what, what's, what's, what's his obsession with Eminem, bro, it's gotta be, it's gotta go beyond what he claims it to be, which is protecting hip-hop, it's got to be beyond that, man, because every every interview he does is about Eminem. And the fact that people are even listening to this and even believing it, man, it's like, come on, bro. Come on, man. Open your mind and, and just look, man. It's attention seeking. He's been doing this for like 16, 17 years, man. And, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a fan of Eminem. I'm saying this because it's, it's annoying. It's like. Man, can't you come with some other type of uh, approach? Because <laughs> you, you keep doing the same old thing. I mean, and there's a lot of people that, that 
don't really listen to Eminem that are saying the same things. Like, come on, man. This is just getting ridiculous, dude. It's getting ridiculous, man. But that's that's kind of the world we live in, man. People people do will do anything to seek attention, man, to get they to get their name out there, to stay relevant. But it, it just it's just kind of ridiculous and it's a bit annoying to see that this kind of, this kind of stuff is still going on, especially for somebody of Benzino stature, man. Because Benzino is a hip he's actually I'm not gonna take nothing away from that, man. You he's a hip hop legend, man. He's been doing he's been doing hip hop for a long time. I mean, he's been doing it since the 80s at least, man. He's been doing it. I mean, he he in his mid-50s, man. So he's been doing it for a long time. I'm not going to take nothing away from that dude not being a legend or, or anything. But he he just, he's he's being known for the wrong things, in my opinion. Like, he's, he's, he's forever going to be known as the guy that, one of the guys that went at Eminem. I mean, come on, man. Even even with the beef, the so-called beef that was going on between Lord Jamar and Eminem for a while, Lord Jamar has even moved on past that. I mean, he may say some things here and there, n- nothing to what he used to when he was on Vlad TV, but Lord Jamar has even moved on past that. He's out here doing his Yada I Mean God cast. He's focusing on other things now. He's even moved. I mean, he even made peace. He even he even worked through. He even went through Royce the Five Nine to make peace with Eminem. So, so that man's done moved past it. He's focusing on different things with, and different opportunities with his career now. Look like it looked like Benzino would try to do something like that, man. Try to focus on something else, man. Like you done made it this far in hip hop, man. Can't you figure out some other things that you can do to contribute to the culture? But that's that's all that's all that I really have to say about this, man. I, I just think that it's ridiculous, man. And you know, I'm I don't think this is really gonna get too far overdone. I just think that Royce the five nine, I think he needs to I think he should chill out in some degree. I, I don't think he needs to jump up and go to bat and be responding to everybody that has a negative thing to say about uh Eminem. Cause who was it? Lil Lil Pump. Yeah, Lil Pump. Lil Pump said something about Eminem on the IG story. I think he said like F Eminem or something. And then Royce the Five Nine came out and said some really harsh names to Lil Pump. I'm like, come on, man. Lil Pump. Who who still listens to Lil Pump? Really? He he's been irrelevant for I don't know how long. That's why he made that uh appearance at that Trump rally. Which I thought was dumb anyway on Trump's part. Like why are you gonna ask a, a, an irrelevant rapper to make an appearance at your party well i guess because nobody else would do it i don't know but like yeah Roy, royce the fire nine needs to chill out too man I, I will agree to this he needs to chill out a little bit too he 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 needs to stop trying to respond to everybody that's got something negative or critical to say about eminem and i understand his point because you know eminem dealt with drugs and substance abuse and he got clean uh royce was dealing with alcoholism and uh, Eminem, Marshall, his real name, that which what Royce likes to call him, helped him get into rehab and get clean again. So I understand why he's that way about always wanting to go to bat for Eminem. But I think he needs to kind of just chill out and and pick his battles, man. Like he, everybody's not gonna like Eminem. 
That's just a fact. Everybody's not going to like Eminem. Not everybody listens to Eminem or bumps Eminem. And, you know, that's that's to each his own. You know, hey, that's that person. But, man, you you don't have to constantly go go to battle with everybody that's got something to, got something to say. And the, the two people that he's been going at, Lil Pump and Mizzino, I mean, these are people that are obviously obviously trying to seek attention because they're known for that. That's what they're known for. So, I, so in, in Benzino's, sort of his defense, I will say that Royce needs to chill out with always trying to respond to somebody that's got something negative or critical to say. He should take the Eminem route. A lot of these people Eminem don't even respond to. He just ignore. He may do a song and take like a little minor little jab at them. You know, hit them with a little bar. But as far as like him, like like him, like what they said, he eviscerated Lil Pump. That wasn't even necessary, man. Cause come on, Lil Pump, really? This dude, he his rap career has become nothing but him acting like an idiot on Instagram. So, yeah, Royce needs to chill out. People need to just ignore Benzino because he's just trying to get attention, man. He's trying to get his name back out there. You know, you see how he was trying to goad uh, Royce into a versus battle. And then Joyner Lucas said the same thing, that he was in Joyner's DMs trying to goad him into a versus battle. It's all about attention, man. And they just need to ignore it and move on. I mean, if Eminem ain't paying it no attention, then they shouldn't, man. They shouldn't. They should just they should just let it go. That's, that, that's really all I have to say about that, man. But, uh. You know, I don't think this is really going to go too much anywhere. I think it's going to be a little bit hot for maybe the rest of this week or so forth. But eventually, it's going to die down. And, you know, that's what what needs to happen, man. It needs to die down. And then when Benzino starts this up again, hey, ignore the man. You don't have to respond to everybody that's got something critical to say about Eminem, man. If Eminem ain't worried about it, then... Y'all shouldn't be worried about it. And just understand that these people, they're just doing a lot of things to just get attention. And that's all that it really is, man. But uh, I appreciate you all for joining me for this uh, new episode of the Boombox Guru. Uh, I'm your host, LB. Hope you guys enjoy this content. And I'll see you for the next one. Peace out. What's good, everybody? Hope you enjoyed this new episode of the Boombox Guru. And if you did enjoy this episode, I want you guys to do me a favor. I want you to follow me on Spotify at the Boombox Guru. Check it out on Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public. You can also follow my Instagram page at the Boombox Guru. You can also like my page on Facebook known as the Boombox Guru. Just go ahead and check me out. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell anybody that you know that might be interested in this type of content about the Boombox Guru. And as always, hope everyone has a lovely day and be blessed.